back at it. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience and my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo! So if I were to ask you to take a shot at who you think or what movie you think was named screenplay, best screenplay of the 21st century, hmm. would you think you would know that? I'm going to just go out on a limba. Limba. And it's Juno. Because mm. Diablo Cody, everybody was in love with Diablo Cody when wow. she wrote that. I like that you said that. No, she didn't even make the top ten with that one. Hmm. Wow. It was a horror movie. Horror. Oh, Cabin in the Woods. No, no. the one with uh, John Krasinski. No, good guess. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Go ahead. Get out. It is Get Out. Oh, okay. It's Play. Get Out. That was pretty good. Oh, it's, wow. So this is coming from the Writers Guild of America, and they put out the list of the 101 best screenplays of the 21st century so far, I guess. Sure. So it started with, uh, number one is Get Out from 2017. Number two is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. I don't think I saw that one. That's pretty good. What's that it's about? Weird. I didn't like it. It's about how, like, if you could erase pain from your brain, like oh. a pain of a breakup, would you do it? And then some, I think he does. Jim Carrey's in it. Oh. Right? I need to see that. Yeah, it Jim Carrey. Yep. That's 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate th- Winslet, I think, is in that, too. Is that right? That sounds right. No, nah, I might be wrong. Okay. Mm, that doesn't sound right, but. Cool, you know. cool. Number three is The Social Network. Oh, yes. Me that like was you. Good. That Aaron was a good Sorkin. Movie. Uh, number oh it is Aaron Sorkin yeah that's a oh. Sorky. Um, number four is Parasite. Uh, I still haven't seen that. Oh, Bong Joon Ho, really good, Steve. It is good, it's especially really now that good. I've seen Squid Game. I'm pretty deep in Korean television. I think, I mean, it's disturbing. Mm-hmm. More than Squid Game. In well, a different way. I okay. pieced out of Squid Game after the first episode and went, oh, okay, uh uh-uh. uh, nope, mm mm, no. <laughs> no. Okay, you okay. missed out on a good story. <laughs> uh, no Country for Old Men. Never seen it. Me either. I started it. That's you the prequel to Grumpy Old Men. Yes. <laughs> no, that's a Coen Brothers. That's not my favorite Coen Brothers. That's really subtle, but it's a pretty great performance by your guy, Javier Bardem. Oh yes, with the he, weird hair, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, he the plays a, Is that a, the uh, a ruthless killer? I want your milkshake movie. Nope. That is. No, that's there, there will, will be, be blood. blood. That came out the same year as No Country for Old Men. Didn't they duke it out at the box office? Are those both westerns, more or less, in their vibe? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Do you think that's a western? No, there? I mean it does take place I in like a place where they drill milkshake. for oil. Is it Texas? I don't know. Give me my milkshake. That's a pretty great movie. <laughs> The performance is outstanding. What's up with the milkshake scene? What's that all about? I don't he remember. He is, you know, he's they're drilling, they're drilling for oil, and then he decides to sort of drill sideways um, to steal somebody else's oil, and then when that person complains about it, he he's sort right. of uses a milkshake uh, metaphor to explain why he's stealing his oil. Oh, I think I'm getting that right. I don't remember. I can't remember. I, it, it was disturbing. There was a lot. Of, he was a butcher, you know, and there was a lot of chopping. By the way, I guess Daniel Day-Lewis really is retired. 
Yeah, I think he is. He's like not doing anything now. He's growing a Fu Manchu. He <laughs> <laughs> just learned that that was acceptable to say after I was almost canceled hour two, according to Donna. You really distracted me. I was that. just trying to like just make you aware that some things might not be acceptable. She to say held anymore. up a piece of paper to the camera and it said you're canceled for saying that still <laughs> midway through the story Rocco you could really do a good handlebar mustache yeah right now. I did I rolled with that once I think I had my sister had a wedding where I rolled with a handlebar I was feeling pretty cool but yeah it looks like uh, um, Daniel A. Lewis hasn't done anything since the phantom thread in 2017 Wow um, by the way uh, there will be blood is on the top ten list of best screenplays of the 21st century so far. Moonlight is on here. In, okay. Inglorious Bastards, which I never saw. Boy, yeah. I really did like that movie. That was I good. Thought that, that was very well done. That's never tough saw to watch it. too. It is tough to what watch. Is that is that about war? It's about yeah, Nazi yeah, hunting. Nazi Germany. They're so when you say after. Nazi hunting, they're just they're looking for people in Germany. <laughs> Yeah, they I are think looking. So. Yeah, and it's it starts with an incredible scene, Rocco. Do you remember? Oh, with, Christoph Waltz oh my gosh. is looking so for tense. for uh, Jews like and hiding. Un, un, hiding underneath the floorboard, and it is such an intense scene, and your heart just breaks for what these families went through in these moments of just panic and dread, and it is so well done because that scene is just like oh. My and Christoph Waltz is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, also on the list, Memento. Oh, that's yep. the one that starts from the back and goes to the front. Yeah, I didn't make it through that one either. Yeah. And then Almost Famous at yeah. number nine. Oh, you love that, oh, Donna. It's so good. It's my go-to movie. Like If it comes on, I will watch it no matter what. And I've never seen it. You would love, love it. it. You I gotta would, watch it because it's about a young Cameron Crowe, and when he was, he faked his way into writing an article for Rolling Stone when he was a kid, and he went mm. on tour with this band, and then became friends with them, and still had to write about it. It was just it. There's a love story. There's a groupie. It's good. Oh my, it's good. There's it's good. No, it's good. Yeah. Hey, you know what else is good? Good games. <laughs> good games. Uh, it's good when we give things away, yes. and we're going to do that right now. Caller number seven to 651-641-1071. You win a pair of tickets to Christmas with a whole lot of soul, featuring Ginger Commodore at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Two shows, December 14th and, and 15th. You can choose which date works best for you. Uh, caller seven, 651-641-1071. When we come back... That Beatles documentary called Get Back on Disney Plus is teaching some people some lessons. So whether or not you're going to commit eight hours to it, some lessons learned that we can all live by, thanks to the Beatles, when we come back on Donna and Steve. Oh, hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rockmaster. <laughs> And who won, Rocco? Oh, I wrote it down here. It was Cindy. Cindy. She's going to see Christmas dot 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 with a whole lot of soul featuring Ginger Commodore at Chan Asson Dinner Theaters on a night of her choosing. She's going to oh, love it. That's, that's for great. sure. We love, love it those out guys. There. Yep, it's great. Love it out there. Uh, what's it called? Footloose. 
coming to Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Oh, that'll be stage fun. in January. Oh, yeah. Heard, 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 heard. Okay. <laughs> that was Kenny Loggins as a member of Creed or something. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Now I am a constant giver on this show. I give and I give and I give of me, and I always want to look out for the people that I work alongside every day, shoulder to shoulder in the trenches. Love you guys. If we talk over, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a fleck of a chocolate chip piece in my throat. Must be nice. <laughs> it's from a protein <laughs> bar. All right, I'm not just plowing up thinking chips ahoy. Anyway. If we talk over Beatles music, do we have to cut this out of the podcast? Um, I don't think so. It'd be a lot better if we didn't. (laughs) I could just sing them for you. Go ahead and tell me one. What do you want to hear? There are places I remember. Yeah, I get it, Rocco. All my life. Some have changed. All right, now wait. Stop right there. So I'm going to give you guys a lesson learned from the new documentary on Disney Plus called Get Back. Mm -hmm. It's like 80,000 hours. Mm -hmm. And then once I wrap up that lesson, you guys hit me with just a quick little hookette, if you will. Okay? Okay. Uh, The yes and rule has been learned from the new Beatles documentary where they kind of clash and they butt heads but you know they singled out moments in this documentary that they power through they stay creative they help each other out so lesson learned uh according to just watching it the yes and rule it is the first rule of improv so instead of saying no Mm -hmm. say yes and then try to add something to it george fails at it when he gets too negative while they're trying to figure out the song don't let me down so john and paul stop him they basically say don't shoot stuff down unless you've got something better michelle my bell these are words that go together well my michelle back to you steve keep going but know when it's time to stop there's a scene in the beatles documentary get back where they keep trying to hammer out let it be But Paul realizes that they're burnt out on it and suggests that they move on to something else just for a little while to take a break. Back Back in the USSR. (laughs) Don't know how lucky you are. Back in the US. Back in the US. Back in the USSR. Back to you, Steve. One conversation at a time. Maybe it's because of the editing, but there aren't a lot of scenes where they interrupt each other. They're mostly polite, and they let people finish. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. Help! Back to you, Steve. Embrace happy accidents. These are lessons learned from watching the Beatles documentary on Disney Plus called Get Back. Embrace happy accidents. They're working on George's song, All Things Must Pass, which he ended up releasing on his own. And John actually says the line, a wind can blow these clouds away, would be better as a mind 
can blow them hmm. away. So embrace happy accidents. It may have partly been because George's handwriting made it look like the word mind, but he ultimately ran with it and changed the lyric because he liked it better. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Don't pass judgment too quickly. There are lots of scenes where they just try stuff without expectations. They do it to see what happens. And then they wait until later to judge whether it's good or not. This is like classic brainstorming. Just let it happen. Freestyle. Don't put up a stop sign. Let things bubble up. Let things bubble up. They make the changes where they need to make them. So don't pass judgment too quickly. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. Back to Steve. Don't be scared to look silly or even stupid. In the Beatles documentary, Get Back, they toss lots of ideas around, and a lot of them, frankly, are kind of bad. But some of them end up leading to really good ideas. So again, don't be scared to look silly or even stupid in front of a group. Here comes the sun, doo-doo-doo-doo. Here comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. Back to you, Steve. Don't forget to eat. This sounds silly, but this is a lesson that somebody, a viewer, picked up on Get Back. Don't forget to eat. There are lots of scenes where the Beatles stop to have a little tea and to have a little toast. Sometimes a small break like that lets you shift your focus so that new ideas emerge. Some people call this the Pomodoro effect. Set a timer for 15 minutes. Mm. You'll work very hard for uh, 15 minutes. Yes. And then it takes a quick three-minute break. And then at the end of that three minutes, you go back and do another 15-minute burst. The Pomodoro effect? Yeah, it's a tomato timer. Might be 20 minutes. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No, we already did that. No, we already did that. We all live in a yellow submarine. A yellow submarine. A yellow submarine. Back to you, Steve. And finally... If other people don't like an idea, 
Don't just let it be. Let it go. The director of the original movie that they were making in 1969 really wanted to do the Beatles' last concert in a big outdoor venue in Tripoli, and he kept bringing it up, even after they rejected it, and they eventually performed on the roof of Apple Records, and the rest, obviously, is history with the Beatles, but lesson learned, if other people don't like an idea, maybe just let it go. There will be an answer, let it be, dong, dong, dong. I just said dong. <laughs> Cut that out of the podcast. That's uh, not worse than what Donna was saying earlier. No, it's fine. What I was saying. Anyway, thank you. That, that you know what I have to say that watching that documentary as much as I have, they do always seem like they get along well. Do you think it's edited that way? It doesn't seem like it's edited at all. It really does. No, it's just long shots of everything. You know, a friend of mine said what's so great about it is it shows them as humans, as people. Yes. But it also shows what amazing, how they work as a unit. Yeah. Like, Paul just fires up a song, and then they all just join in in three-part harmony. Like, they just, they've been doing this for years, which they have been. Amazing. By the way, if you like that, you should watch the Bruce Springsteen uh, documentary, Letter to You. What's that on? I'll get back to you, but it's really good. It's really interesting to watch the the music making progress. Process. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Let's do this. Um, Was there a Christmas gift that drove your parents crazy, or as a parent, was there one your kid had that drove you crazy? Call us. We'll just. Hey guys, we're back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'm in my Chaska studio right now. Oh, must be nice. It's still snowing. Like, there's, like, now the driveway is covered again. It just keeps coming down. Hey, Rocco, tell me if you have uh, this opportunity. Like, let's just say you get in your car and you're like, eh, (laughs) I don't feel like driving to work today. It's just too much of a hassle. It is a good gig. I'll just run back in the house and broadcast from there. It's great. It's really great. When Donna called me this morning, I told her I could have bet a mortgage payment that she was going to start with. It must be nice. (laughs) I mean, I should have. I could have. I should have. But you know what? Had I actually, thank God for this home studio, because uh, my plan, I have meetings. It's still showing it's going to take 51 minutes right now Mm -hmm. after rush hour Mm -hmm. to get into work. The roads are just really dodgy. Um, so I need to be in there for meetings. I wanted to be in there this morning, but thank God for this studio, because had that not happened, we both probably would have been on the road on our phone when the show started. So I guess Mm. you're welcome. Well, you're going to miss the uh, office holiday lunch today. Yeah. What is this? I don't think I got an invite to this. <laughs> I, it, it came out a long time ago, I think. I'm going to miss it, too. What? Donna? I've got work to do. i got to make up the slack of, you know, from you. you got to cut out all those Beatles sing-alongs from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no <laughs> way you guys are allowed to do that. We just that. got a call from Apple Music. They said no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, I've got work to do, and it'll be over by the time I'm uh, done. Thank well, you. listen. But we'll we're going together. to the we're going to the macaroni grill tonight for our big celebration. I don't think that's where it is. I hope you okay. guys learned your lesson from just order something big and bold. Don't don't get that cheap 
999 food right. when the, well, we when the company's paying for it. We were like, oh, wow, you could get scallops for 999? <laughs> Actually, scallopinos, little tiny mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, marshmallows. they were just yeah. little tiny things. Like uh, this, this is when we went to lunch last week with our big boss, the Sea Monster, and Rocco came dressed in a suit jacket like a <laughs> 70s mobster and was like, I'll have your finest. Bring me whatever the finest is. <laughs> it was the second most expensive thing on the menu, but it was the only one that had rock lobster. I had to get it. You had to get it. It was too on brand. It wouldn't have made sense clum, to not clum, get it. Click on the club. Clump, clump. Uh, but good. yes, tonight we're celebrating our Marconi Award that uh, My Talk won a big I radio know, award. Look, I got it right here. I would oh, have had it at the Macaroni it? Grill. Celebrate the Marconi at oh, the I Macaroni. Like what if I drop it? Oh, no. Look at that guy, huh? I thought B. Arthur was going to have that installed as a hood ornament on her car. <laughs> you know? That's uh, funny, Steve. It's good. I took some pictures that, it with it. It is quite the honor. That's really cool. I should. We should probably take one tomorrow. I have a, um, I have a list here of the 10 most annoying toys. So I don't know if we have any callers who have called in, but those Christmas presents that you get that are just like, oh, man. Yeah, I saw a story about um, country artists... Uh, was it Brett Young? Brett Young. Okay. What happened here? Who, well, he said he drove his parents crazy because what did he get? Um, did, 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 wait, what is it? It was a mini plastic indoor basketball hoop, which isn't bad, right? Because it doesn't make a lot of noise. Sure. The living room was just big enough that he just could justify playing all the time. Yeah. And so he would just wreak havoc in the living room. I think I always want to, like, buy somebody's kids like a drum set <laughs> right you know no, anything that makes a lot of noise that's the no. bad aunt, aunt and uncle <laughs> move totally <laughs> yeah when they're like this is his baby starter snare yeah. yes no bang 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 oh lord when we had a drum that broke from one of our kids because they just punctured it because they go they become like animal from the muppets <laughs> they're banging on these things and when the plastic top of this drum broke, I was so pumped. It was just fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I love it. My sister's kids had a... They lived in an apartment, but on the second floor. And so the somebody bought... I don't know who it was. Their kid a car that had a horn on it. So it was constant, like, if you're living a floor below, all you're hearing is this car rolling and... Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and so that was fun. But I'm, I have to think that it's going to be the loud ones. Well, well a couple on the list of the 10 uh, most annoying toys of all time. Furby is there. Oh, really? Oh, because he talked. Yeah. Anything that's talking too much just gets to be a little like, what's going on? Also, the Fisher-Price corn popper. Oh, yeah. Pusher, you know? Yeah. And that thing... <laughs> About three minutes of that, and you're like, you know what, that toy's that's a basement toy now. We like to call toys basement toys. <laughs> that's funny. And then they have to take it down there. That's uh, funny. Let's go to the phones. Already, we've got lots of uh, people calling. Line one is Stephanie. Hi. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Say, this isn't, it's not like a, a noisy, loud toy, but now this is like late 60s. Okay. okay? Um, my sister and I both got this molded plastic doll that was about. <laughs> a foot and a half tall it was pretty big and it was just a flesh-colored plastic but it came with a bunch of crayons <laughs> and you could color the doll oh. with these crayons which sounds like a wonderful idea except then your your mom or dad would have to clean the doll. you could wipe it off and start <laughs> over again oh, yeah. try wiping crayon off molded plastic <laughs> 
it was a pain in the neck. And of course, you know, we'd color it all up in five seconds and then give it to them to wipe off. And I, I don't think they did that more than once or twice you before they'd had it. Stephanie, I mean, if only we had the magic eraser back then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have done it. Totally yep. would have done it. Stephanie, thank you for the call. Happy holidays to you. You too, guys. Bye. Let's go to Kai. Hi, Kai. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. My girlfriend and I, we had a stupid contest where we'd buy the, each other's kids the most annoying toy ever, <laughs> like a fire engine that had seven different whistles yes. and bells. And the thing was, it was a dumb thing for her to do because I had a basement. She lived in a trailer. Oh, oh yeah. She was really She stuck. lost. Yep. She already she loses. She quit that right away. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh, Kai, you know what I'm talking about then when I say that's a basement toy now. You take that down in the basement. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. We just I... had to do that with crutches. I don't even know why we have crutches. Take those downstairs. Those are downstairs. And now I'm going to throw them away. And don't they play with crutches. Isn't that kind of dangerous? Yeah, no? I was going to say as long as they're not using them to get down the stairs, that would Well, mm. Boy, you cut mm. down fast. Mm. And now you need crutches. Right. <laughs> Where are those crutches? No, hey, thank you for handy. the call. Merry Christmas. Uh, bye, Kai. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, my gosh. It's Kai gosh. again. Yeah, I know. Stop it. Uh, let's go to Sue. Sue me, Susie. Hi, Sue. Hey. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm great, and I love your topic. And I have to tell you that one of my husband's favorite things to sell at our bookstore in Hudson is Band in a Box. Oh my oh, gosh. No. And you guys probably know the toy company Melissa and Doug. Yes, of course. Okay, well they make this band in a box and it's <laughs> fairly comp um compact, nice size to wrap, but it's got a like a symbol and a recorder. It's got like five instruments in oh, it. No. And my husband loves to have people buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for like their siblings that have young children. And stuff. Yeah. That's a really cute idea, actually. It is a very cute idea because it's all in one. Yes. That's um, so cute. So if anybody goes anywhere that, where they see Melissa and Doug Choice Soul, look for the band in a box. I love it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Sue. Sure, no problem. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. I love that. That's so cute. It's so Jimmy Fallon, you know, playing kids' instruments. Yeah. How about those guitars? Remember the, you know, the rock guitar where you just press the colors on it? Oh, no, that was a great toy. That was a part of a video game. Yeah, what is that Rock called? band. Guitar Yeah, but then hero. they were also selling, like, those cardboard guitars that made noise, and then they kind of, like, they were so popular they sold out, I think. Wow. Wow. I wow. like the ones on the part of a video game. Those yeah, are really fun. Heroes. When guitar I played my first... Guitar Hero, that's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and then rock band. Rock Those band. are both some fun times. Okay, should we see what uh, Kristen has up her sleeve? We should. Yeah, since I'm looking at what you have up your sleeve, can you stop working on your psoriasis right now, Donna? <laughs> You're actively working on it, I'm and that's so all I see. Itchy. Hi, Kristen. We're do you suffer <laughs> from psoriasis? I do not, but I do have the most obnoxious toy. What oh, please that? hit us. My daughter-in-law, or my sister-in-law, bought my daughter a twerking llama. Have you guys seen this? <laughs> no, but I want one. I'm going to look it up oh right now. Oh, my gosh, you don't want one. It plays a loud, obnoxious sound, spins around in circles, and twerks. It's bad. Oh, my oh. gosh, I love it. <laughs> so inappropriate. Uh, you know, that kind of reminds me of those Billy 
Bob Fishes. Remember, you'd walk past it and it would sing. It would sing. <laughs> yes. uh, what was it's, the song? It's very similar Take to that. Take me to but. the river. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those were good. Um, I am going to look this up. Oh, it is twerking. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I think I might have this. Oh, gosh, this is funny. Okay. I guess it's funny the first time, though, and then it gets a little old after a while. It just continuously plays loud, obnoxious music and twerks. Yeah, yeah this llama spins. Is yours a pink llama? Um, it is. It's like a purple color. Okay, oh, yeah, so. That's, bo- yeah. that's Zuru Pets Alive. Boppy the... Is it Boppy? I have uh, I have the booty shaking llama, battery oh, powered dancing llama pet, twerking llama. toy, pink llama yep. toys then for toddlers. Your daughter will go around and twerk around the house, which is not okay. exactly what you so want. Yeah, yes. okay, that's good to know ahead of time. We don't want um, to prepare her for do not a, recommend. a life of twerking. No, no, no. There you go. <laughs> Zero Gary's. Oh my gosh! Now wait a minute. Now <laughs> I've also found. Oh goodness! Wait a second. I found Jemmy the twerking Christmas bear. It's a oh, Bluetooth no. plush, and it's got like a full. Butt coming off of it too. Oh, oh no. boy, that's all kinds of wrong. Oh, there's a twerking <laughs> Santa. All right, oh, Steve. Bye, right. Kristen. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. You too. Do you want to take Karen? She'll be yeah, our uh, final Karen. word. Hi, Karen. Hi. I had friends when their kids were little who had a great solution to the obnoxious toys. Earplugs. As soon as they received any loud toys. Those went in the grandma pile because grandma and grandpa would sometimes have the kids over and they would say, can't the kids have a few of their toys here so they have something to play with when they come over? That's awesome. Great trickery. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to do it because it's always a grandma or a grandpa or an aunt or uh, an uncle. Who buy who the get gift. the annoying toy, and then right. you're like, oh, you know what? I want you to have fun and feel good when you go see them. So let's leave the twerking bear there. <laughs> How about that? Thank you, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Thank you for the call. Um, Steve, I love that idea, though, of the competition. Yes, that's great. You know, like, okay, just to have one little gag gift between adults. And I like that you just sort of make this agreement as you have children. Yes. For the next 18 years. Let's see who wins. Hey, don't forget, you can check out our listener rewards for the month of December. You could enter to win tickets to Annie at Children's Theater Company or a holiday staycation at the wonderful Intercontinental MSP. Everything up for grabs can be found in listener rewards or on the app, mytalk1071.com. By the way, on the Don and Steve Schillings page, uh, earlier we were talking about uh, the robots that just reproduced. If you want to learn about how we're all going to die, you can go and check that out. Oh, great. Also, big details on our uh, show links page as well about Netflix and their big comedy festival called Netflix is a Joke. Uh, huge names there, so if you want to check out that story, it's up there as well. What should we do when we come back? Um, I have a story about a woman <clears throat> excuse me, who decided to sleep with her guinea pig, and then something <sighs> happened. Oh, boy. hear this horrifying disturbing story we'll end the show with it when we come back it's don and steve on my final stretch donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we are joined by the lovely and talented DJ Rock Lobster. Clomp, 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 Rock, are you strike me as someone who might uh, have owned a guinea pig at one point? <laughs> we had hamsters at one point, yes. Yeah, my sister, uh, Janie, they have guinea pigs right now, Mario and Luigi. Oh, I love it. How I believe we had guinea they? pigs in our second grade class. 
I mean, they're just so cute. They are very cute. Yeah, yeah. But they're slippery little devils. Are they? Yeah, they just, they can, I hear they're very fast. So if they get out of your hands while you're holding them, it can be a problem, especially oh. if you have a dog. Oh, sure. Dang, they're cute. Some of them are super cute. Some of them look like little, little, I don't know, like rhinos. <laughs> they're just like mini rhinos some of them don't have a lot of hair i think you need to go to the zoo i'm looking at pictures right now well listen right. you can link this story up while you're right. while you're shamelessly plugging your show links um <laughs> just telling people people you know our website is fun so there's a woman i think she put out a tiktok video and she came home from like a thanksgiving day party and she was a little drunk so she decided to lay on the floor with her guinea pig and she's got one guinea pig who's super friendly the other two are kind of not wait stop it i'm working up to it i just scrolled and saw it so she came home she drunkenly decided to snuggle up to her pet guinea pig Dixie on her bedroom floor. You up? Well, she ended up falling asleep and woke up the next morning, looked in the mirror and discovered that Dixie had eaten her bangs. My God. (laughs) There's a picture of her hair all over Dixie's snout. This is great. This is the highlight of the day. I mean, really. Like, look at that. Go scroll down. Steve's going to link this up. Yeah, it's uh, it's up on the website now. The one where she's just like snuggling with him or her. It looks like a little dinosaur, doesn't it? Like a little hippopotamus. Yeah. uh, The shape of its face. Okay. okay. So I believe, Rocco. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She looked like she had lovely bangs. Prior to what appears to be like an accident in a fire. <laughs> it does. Oh man! You can you can't take the guinea pig out of the guinea pig. Oh no! She said the other two are evil. This one doesn't bite. Listen, I know a story. I'm not. I better not say it. Can you beat around the bush? I uh, I will just say I know. Of a story of a woman who slept with one of her pets. Her burp. And it chewed up her toes. What kind of a pet? Something about that size. Was it a ferret? <laughs> I'm not saying. Was it you? <laughs> it wasn't a ferret. Because you had a ferret. I did have a ferret. Then it bit. It was a biter. Oh, man. Like you'd wake up in the morning and it's like chewing on your leg. And you're like, come on really annoying but anyway poor girl wow yeah if you want to see some funny pictures um <laughs> yeah go check out the show links page the donna and steve show links page donna we like it when people go to our website and hang out there we really do as a matter of fact right if now you do that and you can find alexis thompson looking like an elf mm-hmm. all by herself somewhere on our web page you click on that and you can um, enter to win $1,000. Yeah, it's really cool. So each day, Alexis got chosen today. Each day, you just click through different pages on our website and then look for the little head of that one specific host of the day. It's host on a post. 
which is really fun. Uh, and then you click on that. You register for a chance to win a grand. And this isn't like, and then five years from now, someone wins a grand. Someone's winning a grand on Friday. Like Mm -hmm. this Friday, a $1,000 winner will be drawn, announced at 5.30 on the Lori and Julia show. And that's going to happen each week uh, going through Christmas. So make sure that you look for the host on our post. There's all sorts of great stuff on our website. Anyway, you can listen live there, uh, but make sure that you go and Check that out. Can, Check it out. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. yeah sure. Did you guys do the uh, other giveaway when I wasn't here? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay, just checking by. Yeah, yeah we. I know you. we've had these jam-packed days. Um, we've got more giveaways coming up next week. Are, there, are our giveaways lasting all week long? Yes, they are. Oh, my gosh. So we'll have more uh, TGK Automotive giveaways, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters giveaways. We'll let you know when you listen tomorrow when you need to be caller number seven. So we got some... Great stuff. Some great stuff we do. happening there. And we'll have more great stuff tomorrow. Yes, Um, Because oh. we're going to be at Dean's Home Services. Yes, we Brooklyn are. Brooklyn Center. Brooklyn Center. Don't go to Maple Grove. Don't go to Maple Grove. Adam, the engineer, when they were going to scout out the location last week, he went to Maple Grove. Wrong location. Go to the Brooklyn Center location. We'd love to have you out. You can come hang out with us. Uh, Bring at- a toy. Bring a toy, bring a gift, and then Dean's is going to throw up a one-year Dean's Club membership if you drop off a toy or a gift. So you'll be doing good already, feeling really great about that, and then Dean's will help you out. With Donna, you were mentioning some of the perks of, you know, like uh, uh, courtesy checks on big appliances in your house that you want to make sure keep working. Um, yes, it includes a lot of that, like maintenance. And yes. it's for a whole year, so it's incredible. And I, you know, that's a... That's a really generous uh, gift because I, I don't think it's you know I, I think it's about a hundred bucks a year or something like that. If I'm yeah. not right, if I'm not wrong, I mean, <laughs> if I'm not right, then I'm not right. Uh, but yeah, it's a really really great thing to do, and of course we're helping out the kids at the Ronald McDonald House, which is really what this is all about. Who we really love. I'm going to throw in some incentive, and I don't even know if this is confirmed, but I'll say it. You'll also have an opportunity, I think, tomorrow. To meet the uh, radio personality formerly known as Steve-O. He's going to be there. There's no way he's not going to be there, Donna. He works with Dean's Home Services now. He's going to be there, right? He'll probably be there. He'll probably be naked. So He's going to be l- like probably really loud during the broadcast. He might try to you know, just mess with us the whole time. I don't know, but he's going to be there just doing Steve-O things. So it'll be cool to see him. I know a lot of folks loved it when we had him on our show during Project Down and Dirty. To hear from such a familiar voice Even in Twin he Cities swore Radio. In Italian. He did swear in Italian, and we're working that out in small claims court in <laughs> Italy. Uh, what are you going to do with the rest of the day? I'm going to drive in to work and uh, record a spot with Rocco and then attend a meeting with a uh, new client that we have coming on board in January, which my ta- I'm not even going to tell you. You're going to be so pumped about. The company that's joining us in January. They are fantastic. Yes, and they so are. Uh, that's going to be happening. Uh, and then go enough. get your test. Oh, and then I'm going to go try to get a COVID test, and then go home for a couple hours, and then go back to uh, the Macaroni Grill for our big Marconi party tonight. <laughs> There's going to be people showing up at Macaroni Grill. Uh, don't show up there. That's not where we're going to be. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a great day, everybody. Be careful out there.